Got it. Hi, and welcome to the podcast channel for Podcast My Business and YouTube for Content Made Easy. We're doing something a little bit different today. We had a little bit of a, a tech issue with the normal software that we use. So we're trying it in Zoom, which can still work. Not my preference, but hey, what do you do? The one thing you can guarantee with tech, it will it will fail and it surely did. So today we've got Peter Graham, who's here to have a chat about retirement advice from redefiningretirement.com.au. And how are you, Peter? Tony, yeah, I'm fine. Um, in fact, really good, as a matter of fact. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. And you're really good because I spoke to you uh, yesterday, in fact, in a networking event. And yeah, one of the things we we're talking about is that people in retirement don't know what to do when they're in retirement. And I, one of those people are smart enough to know that you've got to plan ahead and have hobbies before you enter in. Is that one of the best ways to enjoy retirement? Well, I think it's essential. Um, generally, what happens is people do not prepare. But those who do usually start maybe age 50 plus and still working is a good time to start. And as they prepare, they've got time to create the habits which they will need in retirement. Now, they're, in a sense, different to normal business or lifestyle habits of today, but they may be the same, but they've got time to improve them over that period of time. So anyone who does the preparation correctly, they tend to slide into retirement and the transition from A to B, whatever that might be, is easy because they've done the planning. If they don't plan, they go along and then one day they stop and they fall into a cliff into retirement. And so those who plan have got a better chance of having a fabulous experience. Yeah, and I think it's like anything in life, isn't it? If you just bumble along, you don't at least have some idea of some plans and leave everything up to fate and other people then you're bound to, I'm going to use the word, fail. Well, it's certainly different and, and not what people imagine it might be like. Mm. Uh, and it's one thing to have all the dreams, but if we don't do the actual preparation, dreams don't generally come to a any form of reality. Mm. The preparation, the thinking negotiating with your partner, if you like, whoever it might be, negotiate, work out what you're both going to do, and away you go. My company name is called Redefining Retirement, and that's what I think people need to do, is redefine their retirement so that it suits them, not the government, not mum and dad, or what the neighbours are doing, or what internet's saying, or anything like that, but to sit there and work out, hey, what it is that I want to do in my retirement so that I have a great time. And if you're in a relationship, you get a partner to do that too. Then you negotiate after you've both got your dreams in place. Then you negotiate. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you got to think of your dreams and what you want. And part of the confusion um, is what the industry does. So I remember seeing an ad a few years ago where it was about having a comfortable, so-called comfortable retirement. And it was um, a retired person driving along with a car with the top down and smiling and happy. 
And the next scene is, oh, if you don't save for a comfortable retirement and someone had a crappy car driving next to an oil refinery. <laughs> Thinking, wow, that's so stark. How many people even now have a car where they can have the top down? Well, that's that's true. Mm. And, uh, you know, I often talk about the fact that do you actually need to own a car? That's mm. one of the things I talk about because yeah. spouse have to have a car. But what I'm going to suggest to people is that it's very expensive to own a car. I don't own a car. I drive about 40,000 kilometres a year. Mm. I hire a car and it works out to be half the cost of running a car. Mm. That's one of the big things in retirement. Think about where you're going, what you're doing, how you're doing it, and work out the best possible way. Mm. Okay. So when, okay, it's an interesting question, when do you start saving for retirement? Um, because, of course, now with superannuation, it's done for you to an extent. Okay. I know you can always put more in. So what, what are the, the top things that, Save, I don't know, let's say 20 years. Okay, I think most people start thinking about retirement about 20 years out. What are some of the things you've got to have lined up by that stage? Well, the money side is one, but we live in a society where we're given a, a base pension. So you'll never go broke. You mightn't have what you want, but you'll never go broke. Mm. And so superannuation or a retirement fund in any description is an add-on to that type of thing. And you might have other investments as well, maybe a rental property. I don't know. could be anything. So money is really important. But the number one issue really has to be to develop the habits that you're going to need in retirement. Um, for example, I tell people, if you don't keep walking, you won't keep walking. So let's start walking. Let's get the exercise going and developing the physical ability to have a great retirement and not collapse in a heap when you're 79 or 83. Mm. So we need to think we've got to get our exercise regime up and running and practised so that it is, it is a habit. Now, mm. I walk 10 kilometres a day. I'm 78 years of age, still walk mm. 10 kilometres a day. It's a habit. It doesn't yeah. bother me one little bit. Yeah. And so we need to think, what are the habits that we need to have in place? Uh, that's one example. Another one might be um, uh, having your family arrangements sorted out. You know, make peace with any of the family that you're not, perhaps not that all friendly with or not going too well. Make peace simply because they're going to be there a lot longer than you are, largely. And so it's good to know that you've got good family relationships there. Mm. Yeah, well, that's certainly true. And I think a lot of these things we forget because the, again, getting back to the good old retirement industry, which says, oh, it's money, 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 it'll be comfortable. And I have been reading some articles in SMH with this wonderful lady, I think it's Jessica Irvine, that said, well, hang on, let's take a look at this. And you've got the pension, you're right. People, the government wants people not to realise the pension will still be there and be available. Yeah. So, oh, well, you'll never have one. Well, yes, you will. And she calculated it and it was like not as much money as what people realise. So, yeah, what do you want to do with your time? Like I paint as well. Or I haven't done it for a while, but I'll get back into it one day. And having habits like painting and passions like that, 
that you've got something to get out of the bed for rather than just work. Well, uh, having a purpose is probably the most important thing. Getting out of bed is also very important. But if people know why they're in retirement and what they're going to do in retirement, that's critical because then you've got something to aim at every day. You get out of bed, you know where you're going and why you're going and what you're going to do. Mm. Um, Simon Sinek, the great business uh, um, spokesperson, talks about the need to know our why. And the interesting thing about people in retirement, same as in business, People know what they do. A few people know how to do it properly, but very few people know why they are actually doing it. And it's the same with retirement. What is it that's going to drive you to have an absolutely fabulous retirement? Mm. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think drives most people who enjoy their retirement? Well, certainly people. There is no question about the fact that meeting people is a critical part of retirement and having a good circle of friends is a critical part. Now, as we get older, we've got fewer and fewer friends. They move, they go into facilities, they go to retirement houses or whatever the case may be. Some people die, some people cognitive decline and the like. So our circle of friends is getting smaller and smaller and smaller the older we live. Mm. So wouldn't it be a real good idea to replace those people so that we've always got people to talk to no matter how old we are? So mm. meeting people and, and having relationships and friendships, that is the thing that will firstly give people a satisfying retirement. Do that properly and you're on your way. Yeah, and I thought that's like any stage of life, isn't it? I know younger people, I've got friends that are a lot younger than me. I've got lots of friends that are younger than me. Um, not because I've consciously done that necessarily, um, but, yeah, you're right, you've got to keep topping up friends and keep topping up people that you want to spend time with and what have you. And the hobbies, so go out and learn how to paint. Go out and maybe golf is less likely, but that's always a possibility. Well, it is, and um, one of the great things that people can do is to pass on to other people all their knowledge and experience. Now, whether we do that as mentoring, which is just helping people, or whether we do it as coaching and earn a few dollars on the side, doesn't matter. As long as we're out passing on our information to people who need what we know, we we take everything for granted as far as our knowledge is concerned. But yeah. younger people... Like our, our children and grandchildren, they're struggling with all of this. Hey, get out there and help them. That's one of the things that a person can do. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've you got so much to offer at any stage of life once you start working, but especially when you're retired. Yeah, you can go out and run clubs and run things in a library where people can learn from you and get to know and get to understand you and your story of life because everyone has a story. Yeah. Man, that's another thing, communication and having the ability to actually tell our story. Uh, we all know a lot and we've all had fabulous experiences over the years. The ones who are the happiest are the ones who learn to transfer that information to other people. Now, whether they do it in a formal sense 
or an informal sense, it doesn't matter. Get together with the grandchildren. Tell them that what it was like to be a, a child of their age when you were back there in the, in the 50s and 60s or whatever it might be. They're amazed and they love it. They absolutely love it. So that's one of the things that we can also do. Yeah, and I'm looking at your website here and getting back to 6,840 waking hours per year. And if on average you're awake and doing things actively, that's a lot of time. That's a huge amount of time. Well, when people retire and they generally retire, I don't know, 60, 65 or whatever they choose, but around that age you have a... shorter for some and longer for others, but you can say an average of around 25 to 30 years. I'll start that again for you. Yep. So, you got the other one? yeah, good old Zoom. It's lots of fun, isn't it? <laughs> no, I've never had any problems with Zoom. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of those days. Okay. So, one of the big, sorry, I'll start again. One of the big problems in retirement is to appreciate that it could be 30 years to fill in. And that's a lot of time. It's about 11,000 days. And what are you going to do for 11,000 days? People say, I'm going to play golf. No, you're not. You're not going to play 11,000 yeah. games of golf. What else yeah. are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. I'll work it out when it gets there. They're the people that have a problem. People who know where they're going have a much better time. But what's even more frightening, Tony, is that an individual could live for 30% of their adult life in this thing called retirement. So it's important to get it right. Yeah. All right. So if you had some t quick tips for, and we'll use the 20-year benchmark because, again, that's, I think that's when most people start thinking about okay. it. Okay. Um, if you're 20 years out or between, say, 20 years and then 10 years, what things do you think people should be doing to prepare for retirement? Okay. The first thing that we must do, of course, is to make certain that we understand the financial implications and have we got enough. Now, those who want to travel around the world every year and drive a Mercedes, they need a lot more than the person who says, hey, look, I'm not interested in that. So we've got to understand the financial implications. That's the first thing. The second thing is we've got to develop the habits so that we can successfully fill in 11,000 days. And the problem is this, Tony, too many people in retirement, in fact, the average in Australia, is watching screen time, that's telephone, tablets, computers, TV, and the big screen, nine hours a day. Nine hours a day, they're watching television. Now, I do not believe that it is reasonable or even sensible to spend all your life preparing for this time called retirement, saving money, getting ready, so that you can watch nine hours of television. I, what? Got to be joking. So that's a big one as well. Uh, physically fit. We must be physically fit. Um, we know that there's these things like dementia and Alzheimer's and those types of things that are 
just around the corner for many. Mm. Hey, but they're not if you prepare well. In other words, anyone who is physically fit, low on alcohol, plenty of exercise, good diet, and so on and so forth, they do, they they attract dementia and Alzheimer's less than most people. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that you can avoid it. You can't avoid it, but you can delay it. Mm. And so there are a couple of the things that are really critical. All right, all right. Thank you very much. All right, anything else you'd like to add? Well, I believe it's very important when you're strong enough and well enough to go for it. And I mean really get deeply involved in this thing called retirement. Mm. Uh, I was at a meeting a few hours ago with a guy, and he's been retired for 20 years. And he's just so fit and excited, and he's doing this and this and this and this and this, all the things that he's got lined up. He's going for it in a big way. Because one of the things that will happen to pretty well everyone, there will be a surprise somewhere down the line that will cause a person to, well, slow down or stop. Mm. Now, it could be an illness to the individual. It might be something happening to their partner or one of their children. It mm. could be anything. It could be an economic crisis. It could be anything. So yeah. making certain that people live to the fullest and prepare for it well is mm. a great way to have a fabulous retirement yeah and it is that that thing about preparation you know you've got to prepare and plan ahead that's right yeah i think it's it's, it's that type of thing that people need to do mm. because if they don't do it they're going to learn one thing no one but no one is going to come and rescue them retirement is a personal responsibility mm. Exactly right. Okay, look, thanks for that, Peter. And that's redefiningretirement.com.au. If you get in touch with Peter, there's a, quite a lot of information on his website that will help you and um, forms that you can fill out to get more information as well. Great. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate that.